Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Yak. Sports Yak. It's Sports Yak. Welcome, everybody, to episode 21 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil Souza, and I'm here, virtually speaking, over uh, Zoom is what we're using to record this, uh, with my co-host, my good friend, and the guy who's my silver angel, it's Jack Altermat. What's going on, Jack? Well, I'm just here. Um, as you can see on our background now, people online can't hear or can't see uh, but I'm here in lovely San Francisco, right in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, as I'm sure many people that have done Zoom meetings have, have probably been in front of this week. They probably, <laughs> as a joke, probably put this background on and thought this would be funny. And oh, you yeah. are not amused. But you're from this area, so I thought you would feel like you were back home. Yeah, it does feel uh, like a little bit of home. Um, mm-hmm. I never actually lived in San Francisco, but I lived outside of San Francisco for uh, the first 18 years of my life. So, um, yeah, well, I've seen I've seen that shot. I can I can tell you exactly where that picture was taken. So, about a hundred about a hundred times, I've probably seen this shot to start out a uh, full house as well because it starts. Anyway, uh, doing pretty well. Uh, we're really weird times we're living in, folks. Uh, I don't have much else to say. I probably said that more than I've said anything this week. Um, just baffled by a lot of stuff. And uh, um, someone started saying this to me the other day that they really will hope things get back to normal soon. And I thought that's yeah. probably not going to happen anytime soon. Even when things oh, yeah. go back, even when we start, even when we're able to go out to eat somewhere regularly, or even when we're able to go to the mall, which I don't do, but you, if you go shopping somewhere, um, that won't happen for a long time. Like you won't feel the same way for a long time. So. Well, and you know, you know what I was thinking about the other day is like when we do finally get back to to normal life, um, how weird is it going to feel <laughs> like to to like just be around other people that aren't our family? Um, yeah. You know, I've been around my family every day, but like just you know being around well you and other friends and stuff like yep. that, just like hanging out, like. I mean, even hanging out at the park or hanging out at church, it's, it's going to be so weird to, to finally get back to that. So, well, it just, um, uh, I'm, I'm missing it. So big time I am too. And it's only been a couple of weeks. Um, you know, talk, talk to us in another three or four, but, uh, yeah, we're, uh, I think we, at least from, from where we're from, which is the middle of the country, Springfield, Missouri. Um, we're really only in like, uh, maybe week two, week three here. Uh, other people have been going even longer than that, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, the one thing that has been good about all this, Jack, has been I have been tearing through um, TV shows, um, movies. Oh. Like, I mean, it's just been awesome for just like backlog, you know, catching up on backlog stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, we'll we get added into, a uh, yeah, we we added a uh, stars a stars subscription 
I got a decent deal on that the other day just because there were several movies that they had on there and Outlander is on there and a bunch of other stuff that my wife kind of wanted that Amanda wanted to watch. So cool. I, I, well, it's cool, but it's like I wouldn't have done that had I not been had we not been essentially stuck at home the way we're stuck at home, everybody. So. Yeah, I I think the way that people are spending money is just really really different right now. Like, um, we're more likely to spend money on like apps. Like we we I like I bought a bunch of like puzzle packs for a, a game that Jordan likes to play. She like she's really into jigsaw puzzles right now, and so um, it was like six ninety nine for this puzzle Disney Disney puzzle pack of puzzles. And I was just like last night I was just like yeah why not i mean we're not spending any money on restaurants right now so like it's, it's weird just, yeah yeah <laughs> like that's something i probably wouldn't have done a month ago um but yeah. this this month is like okay yeah we got the money for a puzzle pack <laughs> go ahead and go to town so well and yeah and we are we we eat out quite a bit like we just enjoy it i enjoy to eat out it's not like i'm i'm yeah. like oh my wife can't cook because she's actually a great cook you know that's a fantastic you know, cook yeah, yeah. And so she's enjoyed cooking, but I think she's to the point too now where she's like, it'd be great to go out to eat somewhere. But like, um, we just got to eat for, for fun of, hey, let's go try this place out and see what it's like. And now it's like, that's not a thing, but obviously we're not spending that money now. So it's kind of weird. So, Yeah. And I, I mean, there there's a case to be made that people should be saving money and not spending a lot right now anyways. But, um, you know, Disney Plus and whatever other service, Netflix, whatever services you pay for, it's like, you know, that's not very much money and it's providing just a ton of entertainment right now. They're like mm-hmm. Netflix, like a Netflix subscription or a Disney plus subscription has never been more valuable uh, to anyone right now because literally that's all there is to do. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, watch, the, watch these shows. Obviously, you know, we're going outside a lot and playing jo- Jordan has a, our, my three-year-old has a, has a playground in our backyard. We've been playing on that more than we ever would um, during a normal week. Um, so yeah, I mean, everything is just ramped up. Like we're just doing everything twice as much as we usually are but i mean disney plus is one of those like we've been watching a lot more disney plus uh, over the last couple weeks than we normally would so um Mm -hmm. interesting times weird weird stuff so we'll get in uh towards the end of the episode we'll get into what we've been watching on disney plus which i'm sure is a pretty good list right now um but let's go ahead and jump in uh i want to actually start out with some uh, first of all if if you're just joining us for this podcast uh we are an unofficial disney plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on disney plus we typically um have been doing a lot of star wars stuff like we reviewed every episode of the mandalorian you can go back and, and listen to those those first episodes um from the very beginning of of the podcast we uh, jumped into mandalorian we've we've reviewed some i guess mostly sci-fi <laughs> movies and then some other little uh, outliers like high school the musical the, the musical series and star girl uh last week was our episode and but we've been talking a lot of clone wars too so we are reviewing episodes five and six of the current season season seven of clone wars um and we're going to get into some ahsoka tano talk but before we get into our review for the uh for the day for this episode a couple bit of news i thought would be kind of fun to talk about one is that ahsoka tano is actually in live action she's actually coming to season two of the mandalorian that's confirmed and is also confirmed who's playing her which is rosario dawson who I've seen on a couple other things. It's been a while since I've seen her, but um, she's obviously a you know a mainstay actor, actor, actress. Has been around for a long time. Uh, Jack, your thoughts on live action Ahsoka Tano? This has never happened before. This is history in the making. Uh, very exciting because I think Rosario Dawson is actually maybe the perfect person to play to play her. Uh, Rosario has. Um, Oh, I don't want to, like, not sci-fi, but action. Well, I guess maybe it is a little bit sci-fi, but action 
background uh, in um, the Daredevil, like, well, the Marvel Netflix uh, universe stuff. Uh, she was in Daredevil. She's actually in all three or all four of those shows: Daredevil, Iron Fist, uh, Luke Cage, and um, uh, Jessica Jones. She's Night Nurse in those shows. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, and she's phenomenal. Like we, I started going back and watch. I've watched oh three episodes of of Daredevil season one. Um, over this break, which is obviously not Disney stuff, but it is Netflix, which maybe it is Disney because it's owned. Yeah, I guess it would be owned by. It's so weird. Anyway, yeah. um, man, it's phenomenal. If you if you guys have never watched Daredevil on Netflix, yikes, so good. Like, yeah, it's, man, it's really good. Yeah, so so good. So anyway, but she was on there, so I've I've always thought she was pretty good, and she's pretty good in that. And um, that's a good addition. That's a good pickup for sure. So. Um. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at her recent history. I I really haven't seen her in very much. She's she's done some voice work, um, which is kind of ironic, um, considering the fact that she's not voice doing a voice only performance of Ahsoka. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what. Um, uh, oh man, I'm blanking on her name. The the girl that plays Ahsoka Tano, like she's done Ahsoka Tano in a voice only uh, capacity for so long. But this, she, this time she's actually doing in person. But she's been in like. Uh, Lego Batman movie, uh, Justice League Dark, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Death of Superman. She's she's done like this voice work stuff um, quite a bit over the last four or five years. But yeah, she's actually in person live action doing um, Ahsoka Tano. So I'm super excited. She um, I'm I'm just saying this just for information only. Um, just so <clears throat> I'm not trying to like you know talk about her age or whatever, but I think it's interesting to know that she is a 40 year old. So yep. we are, we are seeing, we are seeing an older, an older version of um, Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> so yeah, right. um, here's the thing about her is like, she is part of that uh, Hollywood uh, thing where she looks, fo- she, no, she is 40. Yeah. She does not look 40. And then we, no, you she- and I are, you and I are 40. Yeah. We look 40. You and I are 40. <laughs> We look 40. She does not look 40. So yeah, she's, she could play she's, a 20 year old and everybody be like, yep, she's 20. She, she's, she's very beautiful, obviously. Um, yeah. And um, <laughs> she uh, is, I, I just say that to say that this is not the Ahsoka Tano that we're used to. Um, you know, this is, um, I mean, she's not at this time period, Ahsoka Tano is not 40. I'm sure they're going to put just, I mean, she has to wear a ton of makeup just because that's what Ahsoka's race looks like, but um, she's not going to look 40 in, in this, in the, in these episodes, but um, Ahsoka Tano um, at this point is probably, so this is post um, post um, last Jedi. So many years have passed since the clone wars, but not that many years. Like I I feel like in the clone wars that we're watching right now, she's maybe around you get the impression she's maybe about 20. Mm, probably. I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe younger. Maybe younger. Um, just because they play her off in such a naive way that she doesn't even know about the outside world. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how many years are between episode three and episode six. Um, oh, I'm looking at it now. 19 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, or not well, 19 years. 
Yeah, 19 years between episode three and four. Um, so maybe about 20 years um, to R- Return of the Jedi. And then, of course, this is after Return of the Jedi. So I guess that does make about uh, make sense. She is probably about... Yeah, it could uh, mathematically that, make sense. That character is about 40 years old. So, um, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, very different um, spin on, on Ahsoka. She'll be a more mature, obviously a, a very experienced Jedi at this, mm-hmm. at this point. Whereas in the Clone Wars, she's still kind of Padawan level for almost all of it. And so, right. um, uh, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see Jedi Master Ahsoka Tano, really. Um, at that point, she could, could even have a Padawan of her own. So, um, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see what they do with that character. So, right. very, very excited to see her in live action. Um, I cannot wait to see just, I mean... So you and I, a couple of months ago, coming off of Mandalorian season one, were like one of our biggest things as far as what we wanted to see in season two was we would love to see a, an actual Jedi, um, someone who has Jedi powers. And not only did we get a Jedi, I thought we would get maybe some unnamed, previously unnamed Jedi, just some nobody that we've never heard of. You're right. Um, and so for us to, A, not only get a Jedi in season two, which is awesome, um, but B, a named Jedi, like someone that we know a lot about. So I'm through the moon when I heard that. And someone who hasn't really been visited, you know, hasn't really got to visit in that, in that realm. I feel like it will be uh, a really positive thing, and I hope that it works out um, the way we're all hoping it works out. So. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what her relation is to the child. Um, I mean, she's almost certainly going to be exploring the, the Jedi side of the child's persona. And, and you know, I, I mean, she, I guess the child is too young to be trained. <laughs> I mean, he obviously is very force sensitive, but um, we're not quite sure how much he's understanding. He can't really speak. So I, I doubt she's training him like as a Padawan, but right. uh, probably more just kind of exploring what his abilities are and maybe trying to understand where they came from, maybe more about his race mm-hmm. and are there more like him. So yeah, I, I would love to see her bring some Jedi-ness to the Mandalorian, which we kind of got just some very brief snippets, mostly through the child. So it'll be cool to actually have like a, you know, fully voiced, fully talking <laughs> Jedi character in that show yeah. and, and bringing life to that. So very excited. Um, and then non-Star Wars news for a second, then we'll get back into Clone Wars. But Onward, which uh, we just watched, finally, our, our family just watched Onward this last week. It is coming to Disney+. Plus. As, as we record this podcast, Onward came out in theaters four weeks ago. Like yeah. if, if this was, if this is a normal world that we all lived in, <laughs> which that world is gone at the moment, that, that movie would be, would still be in theaters. It would still be raking in a ton of cash every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Not as, not as much as week one, but still a lot of, it's only four weeks out. So it would still be making a lot of money. That movie would probably still continue to be in theaters for at least another month. And then we wouldn't see it on Disney plus for another five months after that. There's about seven months from releases, kind of what we're, supposed to expect so we wouldn't see that movie until october it is coming out next week to disney plus five weeks after its initial theater release instead of seven months uh jack you said earlier these are crazy times that we live in uh will will this sell subscriptions do you think Um, i i think that it'll get people to sign up for a free subscription and a week trial yeah i don't know that onward itself does that um now, when you compare it to video on demand stuff right now, video on demand is still, you know, video on demand is still like 19 bucks. Like, so like if you were going to buy rent this movie for 19 bucks, that's what you do. 
But if you put it on Disney Plus, then obviously it's six ninety nine. You know, yeah, for the one month of it, even. So yeah, I guess maybe in that in that idea it does. Uh, you know, box office wise, it had uh, enough of a run. It made just on, off of what Wikipedia is saying, one hundred and four million dollars at the box office, which its budget was upwards of two hundred million. So at least it has that. Um, and if you're the studio, you feel at least like, well, in a crappy time, at least it made some money. And now we hope that people will, you know, buy our subscription or video on demand it or whatever they do. But, you know, what a weird movie because like the, and did you like it? I've not seen it. Yeah, I really liked it. It's very good. Uh, Tom Holland is, uh, you know, he's Spider-Man. He's in it. And Chris Pratt and... Elaine Bennis, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus is in it as well. So, um, the, the fairly, voice acting I mean, in the movie is phenomenal. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like there's some real benefits there. Um, and some people there that you might want to see in that, especially Chris Pratt and, uh, Tom Holland. Not that I don't love Elaine Bennis, but I'm not really buying a movie for Elaine Bennis or Julie, Julie Louis Dreyfus or V or whatever you know her from, but. Yeah, she, and she's not in the movie very much. I, I would say she has a collective maybe seven or eight minutes of screen yeah, time. Yeah, so, um, so Chris Pratt and Tom Holland are selling the movie, uh, which, honestly, you get those guys together, I kind of like it. But uh, yeah, anyway. and they're, they're absolutely great. Um, I, I think, obviously, the main character, if you've seen the trailers, the, the main character is Yeah, the I, I kind of get the gist of it, yeah. But Chris Pratt is, is for me, steals the show. He's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, um, he's great. It it is. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't seen it, but um, if you, the, I mean, it's Pixar. Everyone's gonna love this movie. But if you are into like, um, especially role playing, like like Dungeons and Dragons, or even like role playing games, like um, The Witcher or you know stuff like that. Yeah. Um, this this movie will absolutely scratch every itch. Like it, cool. it is it is right up that alley. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, like, and even just video games in general, I, th- I think it, it kind of plays tw- uh, to that audience a little bit. And so um, it's full fantasy, but like in a modern world. Um, and it is it is a, a really great story. I can't wait for people to see it on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be here in, by the time, at the t- this time of this recording, it's coming out in like five days. So um, it's, uh, it'll be there before you know it and people will, people will be watching it. So um, yeah. It's up to you. I uh, we may, maybe could even do a review. Um, no, let's do it. Let's let's talk about it. We'll okay. Plan. Let's plan on talking about onward next week. Uh, okay. Because you know why? You know why, Phil? Because what else are we doing anyway? It's a good time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. So um, let me just make sure that it's coming to Disney Plus in a timely fashion. I think it's Friday. Disney Plus. April. Oh gosh, I can't believe it's already April. Gonna be, yeah, gonna be April that soon. Weird. Friday, April third. So yeah, if if we record next weekend, you'll you'll have plenty of time to watch. Sure. It. Yeah, yeah. Friday, April third is it's crazy because it literally came out the first week of March, and then it's on Disney Plus the first week of April. So what a weird time we live in. Um, yeah. But that is that's what's going on. Disney there, so. Plus. I think honestly that Disney's going to see a surge in subscriptions, and they're and they're going to need them. Um, unfortunately, I mean the, the wiki the Wikipedia page that on onward is always going to say um, budget you know two hundred million box office one hundred and whatever. It's going to look like a total flop. So they yeah. they they need money um, to kind of pay off this movie a little bit. It's just a weird um, time, man. It's so yeah. weird. 
So, all right, well, let's get into our episodes for today. We're reviewing episodes five and six of uh, season seven of the Clone Wars. We, okay, brief update. I'll, I'll kind of give like a more in-depth um, review towards the end of the episode. But right, currently right now where I sit on watching backlog of, of Clone Wars, I finished season five. Uh, I'm into season six, if you can believe it. And I'm halfway through that season. So I only have like, seven episodes left um, to get mm. fully caught up on Clone Wars. Um, I, I should definitely be able to hit that by the next episode. So um, by next episode, I'll watch every single episode of Clone Wars. I'm really excited about finally being able to catch up on all that. I may honestly jump into Rebels next. Like I'm, I'm, on, I'm just on this Star Wars train right now. I'm just really loving it. So um, I say all that to mention, the last time we saw Ahsoka Tano, in this timeline, in the Clone Wars timeline, was season five. She doesn't even appear in season six. She's not even a character. So it's been a like literally a season and a half since we've even seen her. So her right. return is a, is a big deal for the series. And she finally returns. We haven't seen her since uh, season five, episode 20, or whatever it is. I think it's 20. And then now it's season seven, episode five, and she's finally back. So... Um, uh, Anyway, that, that's just a, a, you know, a way of introduction. So like, we haven't seen her character in a while, so it's good to see her back. Um, let's talk about overall kind of how we felt about the episodes, and we'll kind of get into the, the beat by beat through, um, through our recap. But what, what do you feel overall about these episodes? How, how is the story arc? There's two more episodes in the, st- the story arc, maybe if even five total. It's either mm-hmm. four or five total. Um, I think it, uh, there actually, are five. There are five. Uh, no, no, stop. There are four. No, six, right? I got I think four. I, I, I looked at... Are there uh, only ten? I thought there were only ten uh, total in this season. There's tw- 12 episodes in the season total. So they haven't um, announced the last two then. Yeah, I, I believe that Ahsoka the might, be pre- might be present in the next... Yeah, it's six, six total. So yeah, she's present in episodes five through ten. And then she may or may not be in 11 and 12, who knows. But um, yeah, so she, she's in, in for a while now and really is going to, over the course of the whole season, is really going to be in half the episodes at the minimum. But um, we're pretty early in this story arc. I, the, the, the story arc, even after two episodes, is still kind of ramping up. Um, so kind of where, as, as of right now, where we say we haven't seen se- episodes 7, 8, 9, 10, uh, where, where are you at on this story arc? Which kind well, of- um, where you know it came out of those first four episodes, and I I felt like okay in those maybe you and I both were coming off of a, a very big high of um, Mandalorian, yeah, and so we were very much expecting, and we both have said this when we started this show, we very much expected that level of excitement that we got from watching an hour you know, live action episodic show. And so then whenever we got this show as a, it's an animated show and it's not necessarily for kids, but it's definitely more for kids than the Mandalorian. We were kind of taken aback the first couple episodes because we're like, Oh yeah. Like this is a, this is an animated show. This is kind of a different pace than Mandalorian. It's a different time period in the Republic anyway. So like, yeah, it's going to be a different tone. So then once we got to about episode two, episode three and four of, the, of, of Clone Wars season seven, I think we had kind of acclimated to how things were going to be. 
And then, and so then we kind of like, yeah, Bad Batch, great addition. Uh, yeah, characters I love, still there. I love and, the first four episodes. Yeah, Anakin, a little, uh, you can see him turning darker. Uh, Obi-Wan kind of not present, which is kind of weird, but maybe that's what they were going for, obviously. And then, so I, then we, you and I were excited about Ahsoka and about what was going to happen. And then, like, this weird thing happened where I start watching episode five, and I'm like, she crash landed on Coruscant? Like, <laughs> she crashed her bike? Like, now she can't leave? Like, what's happening? Like, <laughs> it literally was like, and then, and then you have this, these two sisters, one of which is uh, naive and nice. The other's a jerk and like <laughs> unscrupulous. And so then you're like, Ahsoka is like completely tone deaf character that doesn't have any concept of the real world. Like yeah. she has this power and she has this ability and maybe she's playing dumb in those situations. But then you get into episode six and you're still like, how dumb? Like I was very disappointed. Like, like I was disappointed from a standpoint of like, I thought I I don't know why I thought this. I thought she was gonna go off world, have some adventure completely off world in a whole other scenario. And instead, I get like this weird hijinks on the planet uh, below decks, like you know the you know USS Enterprise below decks. Let's meet some other some other fun characters that aren't fun at all. That. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I was really disappointed. Honestly, I, I was Say, too. Saying all I, saying all that, I was very disappointed. Yeah, I there's very there are very few positive things for me in these first two episodes, unfortunately. Um, and I've said this before on some of our previous episodes. Ahsoka Tano is in my top five Star Wars characters of, of all time. I love Ahsoka Tano. She is great. Um, I was so hyped for this ep- for these episodes, especially episode five, um, having just watched season five and then going into season seven, episode five, I was like, man, I cannot wait to see more of her story. This is going to be so great. And it could not have landed more of a, with more of a thud. Uh, I, I, uh, I couldn't believe. You just watching season five. Oh man. Flesh out, flesh out for people that maybe don't remember. Ahsoka basically was accused of something she didn't do. Is that right? And yeah, then so she, t- tell me about that because then to come out of that where she's had to kind of defend herself in some way. And now we're just, oh, it's weird. I, Go I, I don't know side of the tracks. I don't know why Go they ahead. decided it made any of the decisions that they made for these two episodes, to be honest. I, I feel like the, these episodes could have almost been combined into one and then it can then get straight, straight into the action, but they've not chosen not to do that. And I, I'm just kind of, befuddled by all that but yeah at the end of the season five by the way and i'll talk about season five more at the end of this episode but um season five is my favorite episode my favorite season of the clone wars it is phenomenal from beginning to end Mm -hmm. it ends with a four episode story arc of this falling out of ahsoka tana with the jedi order so for the for people who are just only watching season seven they've not watched anything previously what you need to know about Ahsoka Tano is that by the end of season five, she basically says, I am done with the Jedi and she is going on her own. She's not a part of the, she's officially not a part of the Jedi order. 
um, during those episodes, I'll be very brief. She basically gets uh, removed, like she gets her Jedi card taken away from her. Basically, um, she's no longer a member of the Jedi Order. While they investigate her as the prime suspect in a murder, and um, she is uh basically cast out at that point she has to go on the run honestly and i don't say this to, to malign these episodes at all that these are some of the best episodes i think of the entire clone Wars series but it is basically the plot of the fugitive if you've seen harrison uh-huh. ford's the fugitive yeah um it is basically that so she um is on the run if they catch her they're gonna imprison her maybe even kill her um and it is up to her to find out who is the real culprit, the real person that they should be looking at. Um, she's being framed, the whole thing. It is basically the, the, the exact plot of The Fugitive. Um, and, but for all that, it is amazing. It's got some of the most the exciting action set pieces. There's one part where a transport ship has clones on it. They're firing on her, and she's flipping, running, do- dodging, you know, shooting bolts back at them uh, as, as the ship is trying to keep up with her running pace. Um, yeah. And it is, it is thrilling to watch. Like, it, it's, it's better than anything in the future. <laughs> so it's, it's really, really good stuff. By the end of season five, um, they they basically say, "Okay, you were framed. It was Barris Offy, her her best friends um, during the Clone Wars that was that was framing her this entire time. It was crazy, crazy stuff. Um, I remembered Barris from season two or whatever shit that she was uh-huh. in. Um, and so it's just the big reveal and everything. And they, she goes into this major trial." Um, the uh, the big uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, who's not Grand Moff at this point, he's Admiral Tarkin, um, is the pro- prosecutor try- trying her in front of a jury. Um, Palpatine is overseeing the trial. They're saying that they're going to kill her if she's found guilty. They're about to like literally slam the gavel when Anakin comes in and says, "No, we found the real culprit. It's Barris." And then the, basically the Jedi Order. I mean, everyone. Um, Mace Windu, Yoda, uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin, everyone basically does this formal apology and they're like, we were so wrong about you. We're so sorry. Uh, We're ready to welcome you back into the Jedi Order with open arms. And she says, sorry guys, I'm done. This is that like this whole ordeal was enough for, for me to, to basically just turn my back on the Jedi Order. Right. Uh, lo- love you guys, but I'm out. And so from all of that, from the end of season five. Epic. They, it sounds they, epic. It, oh, it's, it's huge. It's hugely epic. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, those episodes are some of the best episodes in the Clone Wars. Right. So going in, into this, I was like, oh, yeah, it is on. It is on like Donkey Kong. This is going to be awesome. I cannot wait to see what happens next. This, like She is going to be just kicking butt, taking names. Like She is going to be you know, uh, Master Ahsoka Tano, Jedi Master, and she is going to be just you know, not official Jedi anymore, but basically just saving planets like left and right, you know? And where is she at, Jack? You already said it. She is Dude. literally riding a speeder bike on, still on Coruscant. Like she's literally exactly where we left her at the end of season five on Coruscant, but in the underworld, crashes her bike, has to fix it. And, you know, there's some runaway oh, demolition just, droids and they stop them. And that's the, that oh. is the entirety of episode five. Dude. And, and it's like she accidentally <laughs> crashes. She has no money. She, is on a speeder bike uh, that's crappy. She accidentally crashes, and then she crashes in a place that then the whole story arc is based in the dumb garage that she crashes in. Yeah. And you're like, why? Like, why wouldn't she be like, 1-800, call Anakin? <laughs> like, well, literal. They- like, 
She's definitely not speaking to Anakin right now, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but she, so I'm going to live my life <laughs> with these people I just met. Like, dude, like I, yeah. I just was like, I was like, and I, okay, it felt like this felt like a kid's show then. The Bad Batch stuff, there are obviously kid's show type things that are part of that. And there are some G.I. Joe episode level type things that happen with the Bad Batch that I was actually okay with because I really like that. But yeah. also there was enough kind of action-y fun stuff, uh, blow-up stuff. And then this felt like a kid's show and not a very good one. Like not a very good kid's show. Like weird it fe- to it, me. It felt to me like like filler episode. Like, um, you know. Monster uh, of the Week. Yeah, J- Jordan is super into DuckTales right now. She's watching not the not Dude. the new DuckTales even. Oh. Like the, all the, the ducktails yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh that's that's all we'll, we'll let her watch the, the yeah. new ducktails I, I think is a little too old for her but she uh she absolutely she was watching probably six or seven episodes a week she she loves that show yeah, anyway it's great. some the of those episodes some of those episodes are filler episodes where there's literally it's just it's just saturday morning like let's just push out another episode with some yeah. plot um yeah. and it doesn't really mean anything for the overall. he lost scrooge Scrooge lost his lucky dime again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, like those episodes are even more thrilling <laughs> than what we just watched Dude. with, with both of these episodes. Oh, and it, it, there's brutal. more action. There's more action in episode six because they're actually going off planet and doing a spice run. And it, it gets kind of exciting there for a while, but Oh my God. Like I, in episode five, I was like, what Dave Filoni, what are you doing? Exactly. Like, <laughs> Let's, these, you have these droids. Oh no. These are, these are destruction droids. Oh no. What are we going to, you're Ahsoka. Like you have, you, you have a lightsaber and can cut these things in half. What are yeah. you doing? Like and insanity I, I, to me. Like just like get, playing like stupid. I, I get that she Gosh. is is done with being a Jedi, and she's trying to start a new life with no Jedi Force powers, um, and and just kind of laying low. I, I get that. I, yeah, that well. is the reason for for all this to happen, but it doesn't make for exciting television. I'm sorry. No, and um, I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to tell you right now, Phil. Listen, um, I'm sure she'll get back in the Jedi's good grace at some yeah. point. But I mean, we know from the she trip, is, if she has this poor of coping skills she <laughs> does not deserve to be a jedi like I, are you I kidding feel... me i'm stuck in a garage on coruscant <laughs> what here here's I'm sorry who, here's who I'm i feel the, blown away by it i here's where how i've the, the group of people that I feel the worst for the people that are, this is their first introduction to Ahsoka Tano because Ahsoka Tano is a awesome, powerful, independent, uh, independent thinker. No, um, not, like not she, anymore. Not anymore. That was the old Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, I assume she's that way in the, in the rebels show. I've not seen any episodes of Star Wars Rebels, but she makes an appearance in those episodes. I hear she's very commanding, very leader-oriented. Um, you know, basically almost kind of really kind of starts the Rebel Alliance in right. a lot of ways, or at least the thinking of it. Um, she is such an awesome, awesome character. And what you are seeing right now is not the Ahsoka that that we're used to seeing um, on screen. So even, honestly, season one, <laughs> Clone Wars Ahsoka Tana, where she is like, 
Padawans of the max, like doesn't know how to do anything is making wrong decisions and needs uh, obviously over major oversight. Even that Ahsoka Tano is more interesting than the first couple episodes Absolutely. of the story arc. I've been, I've been very disappointed so far. I, I think you're, you're right. Uh, we're about to see um, ah- Ahsoka Tano come back in full force in the future episodes, but right now we those episodes haven't released and we are right. st- we're stuck with what we have. <laughs> and so, um, the trailer, the trailers that we've seen, um, even actually show a future fight scene with, uh, Darth Maul, like Ahsoka versus Maul, which mm-hmm. is going to be awesome. I, I can't wait till we get to that, but right. that is not where we're at right now. And it, it has been an absolute thud for me overall. So, um, I, honestly, I don't even know that we need to go beat by beat. I'll just kind of mention a few things that, that I remember yeah. from the first couple episodes. Yeah, good, good idea. Kind of, kind of just chat about <laughs> it because honestly, there isn't oh. really much. Even in the Bad Batch episodes, the first four episodes of season seven, there's some really cool like world building stuff that happens. Like we're we're learning things about clones and about um, just you know in, in, um, different special force unit units that we've never heard of before and like how they interact with people and, and more about the droids and their communication and different planets that they're operating from and, and this fleet of ships. And like, there's just so much meat in there to, to be had. And this is literally the story of three girls. And, and that's all we get um, for two, yeah. for two episodes straight. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy um, how much of a left turn this, this season has made. But um, so Speaking of two of those girls, um, basically what happens is she crashes her bike onto uh, Trace's platform on level 1313. The only thing that's interesting about that is that there was a, I don't know if you heard about this, Jack, there was a, a video game. I was supposed to come to PlayStation, I want to say 4 and Xbox One. I don't think it was for the previous generation called Star Wars 1313. It was going to be uh, following, maybe even you were going to be playing as Boba Fett on level 1313 in the underworld of Coruscant, like under under the surface. And yeah. it was going to be like this CD underworld kind of video game, kind of look a little like Uncharted, those those games, uh, cover-based shooter type, type game, and you get to play as Boba Fett. That game looked awesome. We don't really see much of the 1313, unfortunately, in this. And there's really no CD underbelly uh, to this at all, except for just that, that one interaction that they have with the buyer who's wanting them to fix, fix up these now, droids. But the, the, the one thing about Coruscant that I've always thought is cool, and, and I was at, yeah. I mean, I, it probably wasn't, it wasn't until the, it wasn't until the prequel movies that you figured this out or heard about this, but like, you know, it's a world that is basically a whole city. Like it's a city. Like the, there's all only city, like the entire planet is just metal and construction and city. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. I kind of like that. Like I, I, I thought that was, that's cool. And this thing is cool, except when you interact with the two, I, I, I don't know, <laughs> girls and yeah. girls, in, you know, in charge I, of whatever. I, I watched a couple of reviews of people that were much higher on these episodes than we are. And they were talking about how like, Oh, it's so cool to, to see the, you know, the other side of Coruscant. The, 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 it's neat. You know, this the, is neat. I don't know if it was cool, but it's neat. Yeah. Like the shadowy side of, 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 of I'm Coruscant, not seeing that. Where, where, where people don't uh, love necessarily love the Jedi and that, everything isn't all, you know, roses and rainbows. And it's right. like, 
okay, yes, but we also saw that at the end of season five, and season five did it a lot better, and we got to see a lot more of it in season, yeah. at the end of season five. So we're not seeing anything new. If you've already seen season five, you've already seen all this, and, yeah. and it honestly was done a lot better. So, so weird. Um, yeah, it is, it is weird. I, I think people are forgetting um, how powerful those episodes were. But, right. When um, it's I handy, that, it's handy that, you, yeah, that you just saw them recently. It's really handy that you saw them recently. Yeah. Um, so uh, Trace, um, it, she, you know, she says, okay, you're, you're, you're more than welcome to come in. I'll fix, fix up your bike f- for money. Um, or if you just want to fix it up on your own, that's fine. She has some trouble. Trace ends up uh, fixing her bike for her and they kind of become friends over this thing. Um, she, uh, there is some, you can tell Trace doesn't love the Jedi. And in fact, she has a, um, one of the few, like, I think really good lines in, in the episode was her talking about how, she actually believes that the Jedi are responsible for starting the war. And that's why she doesn't like the Jedi. Ahsoka mm. actually defends them and says, no, they're trying, they're the ones trying to end it. Um, and, and so she, you can tell that she thinks highly of the Jedi, even though she's kind of fallen out with them, fallen out of favor with them. She still obviously loves them and wants to see them succeed and, and believes that they're doing good in the world, but not everyone thinks that. And, Rafa, her sister, and Trace are definitely on the side of uh, the Jedi are not our friends. And it, it is cool to see that part of Star Wars world building that we haven't really seen. In every movie, it's like, okay, the Jedi are the best. But in this and this these episodes, it's like, no, the Jedi aren't, aren't really well-loved. Um, but again, we saw that in season five <laughs> of Clone Wars. So it's right. a little bit fresh. Um, Pintu is a character um, who shows up very briefly. Um, he's barely even in there, but he shows up with his goons. He's basically a loan shark. He's asking for the money that Rafa owes him. Rafa's not there, so Trey says, um, "You know, I don't have your money, but I have a stick, and I'm going to fight you." And, um, <laughs> and she is not doing very well. Ahsoka has to jump into the fight, but she can't use her lightsaber or you know force push or anything like that. She basically just right. kind of uses her acrobatics uh, fighting and it takes them down. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there's a cute line here where she says, uh, Trace says, where'd you learn to fight like that? She said, Oh my, my big brother. And you know, she's obviously referring to Anakin. Um, and, um, uh, and uh, she also went to the Academy at Skywalker Academy. The Skywalker Academy. Yep. <laughs> um, they find Rafa, Trace's sister who is basically running a laundromat. Um, and, but it's like a front. She has like a mechanic shop in the back and it's, I guess, an illegal shop. It's kind of insinuated. But she basically running like a front business for what is her real moneymaker, which is making right. droids or fixing droids in the back. She uh, decides to take a bunch of money from a Twi'lek that comes by and says, hey, I have these binary load lifters, which those... That was another cool reference. The binary load lifters are mentioned in A New Hope, I think it is, uh-huh. where... Um, uh, C-3PO is having a panic moment like he does in every movie and he's, he's saying uh, they're going to they're gonna, uh, sell us for, or no, they're going to sell us for scrap for binary load lifters or something like that. <laughs> like, so yeah. that, like, that's actually an actual thing but we actually get to see him in this episode which is kind of cool. They end up finishing one and it attacks them. Ahsoka restrains it with a restraining bolt but another one that that Trace failed to put a restraining bolt on actually runs free into the street and goes Uh-oh. on a collision course. Yeah. And, and now it, we have a monster of the week to a, to a chase. Yeah. <laughs> um, right before it goes rogue, Ahsoka says something like, 
these demo, these binary load lifters are actually demolition droids that have just been repurposed. And yes. so they're bad, they're bad. Like from the beginning, like they're, you know, mm-hmm. like all the, all the, the battle droids are bad. And yes. so they, it goes on this rampage, just destroying everything in sight, signs, cars, everything. They jump into a forklift and chase it. It's a lot of, yes. a lot of this episode is chase, 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 fight, fight, fight. Yep. Um, she, is hoping to pin it down and hit the off switch on its face, which is conveniently like on the hardest place to hit. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> has to be on the face. Uh-huh. They uh, try to subdue it, but that doesn't work. It ends up climbing up the side of a building. Trace is kind of hanging on to it and she reaches, reaches, finally hits that off button just in time before it hurts a kid and it falls off the building. Ahsoka has to catch them with the forklift, but the lift goes, uh, starts to go off the edge. And this is the one time that we see her use anything force related. She reaches out using the force and basically pulls this, this massive, you know, right. five ton, five the- ton th- to the onlooker, it looks like uh, the winch is pulling it up, um, and, but to um, to uh, to we we know that her, she her force her force pull push her force abilities. Uh, she's using the force. There's a little kid that kind of sees it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, we're not sure. Uh, uh, the kid told told her parents later. <laughs> we'll find out next episode. Uh, probably not. We'll probably never know. Um, so uh, she basically saves Trace's life here, and you know, obviously, is um, very much in her good graces at this point. Rafa, uh, she, Ahsoka says you need to dismantle these things; they're dangerous. But she says, "No, I'm going to go ahead and just sell them." And so she sells them to uh, back to the Twilight. Um, charges double because of all the pain and suffering they had to go through, and. Uh-huh. Um, Ahsoka says she's going to finish the speeder bike and, and move on and just leave them. And that is all of episode five. If you, if you can believe that, um, uh, did I skip over anything? <laughs> no, you actually, uh, added more than there really was in that episode. Like and that episode was very disappointing. Yeah. I, I think, uh, even if you, even if this is your first season um, of the Clone Wars, you know that something is up with these episodes because you watched the first four episodes. You saw the Bad Batch. You saw the the awesome fight scenes. Them taking, you know, four of them taking down seventy droids. Like, I mean, it was awesome to watch these these almost Jedi like actors in this battlefield, and yeah. and all and the different races and you know that one. Uh, the Poltex on that planet with their awesome language. I mean, you're coming yeah. off of all of that, that world building and, and action. And then you're going to this and you're like, what is going on? Like, what, yeah, how, did we exactly. get, how did we get here? Um, yeah. There's not a single and, clone that even appears in these episodes. It's, it's crazy. They're not. And it's not. Okay. So Ahsoka seeing Ahsoka is great, but the two other characters, the sisters are not compelling in any way. Like, no, I agree. Like you're, you're left with, Oh, one day I'm gonna finish the Silver Angel, my 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 ship, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get off this planet and I'm gonna explore the stars. But like we've already heard that a billion times in Star Wars, and yeah. it's been said in a better way. Like it's it's been it's been done better. And then next episode is a little better, but there are also some aspects that I was just like, still not very good. Like still not great. And I guess my expectations were really high, and that's my own fault. I should. 
expect nothing and then when i get anything i should be excited but whatever. I, I don't know if i agree with that though i i i mean we've seen ahsoka tano be an, an incredible character before i i think to have at least the expectations that we're gonna see the continuation of her saga it was a reasonable expectation and we just didn't get that i i, right. I wasn't i wasn't looking for mandalorian level drama but i was expecting at least clone wars level ahsoka ton of you know story building right and maybe they go ahead sorry for, for the most part these episodes aren't even about ahsoka like she's she is background um rafa and trace are, are taking the lead it's not really towards the end of episode six that she even comes up, up with a plan that they end up employing like she is really kind of along for the ride on these episodes and i 100 percent agree with you that Rafa and Trace are not interesting characters. They're just not. Not at all. No. Um, Trace is a mechanic that is wanting to build a sh- her own ship and, and see the stars someday. And Rafa is this, you know, kind of aspiring ne'er do well that wants to make a lot of cash. And that is that is the beginning and the ends of their character um, right. characters. And so. Maybe we'll see more from them in the future, but I don't think so. I, I, Man, I think I hope, we've seen I, everything I, we're going to see. I hate to say this, but I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Please, I, please, no more. We're we're going to get at least one, if not two more episodes with Rafa uh, and Trace. And uh, I, I, I just don't think it's going to go very well. I They need to ditch those characters and get back to the 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 war and the Jedi and the clones as quickly as possible because it is not yes. working. We're light years um, away from we're light years away from any Sarlacc, uh, so we've got to figure <laughs> out something else that maybe they could uh, take a trip to see. Yeah, um, we'll kind of I'll kind of re- briefly recap episode six. If I hit something that you want to talk about, just stop me. But um, I, there's not a whole lot more. I don't have a whole lot more written down for episode six. But um, it starts out right where left episode five left off. They're working on the bike some more. Trace is almost done with her starship. She calls it the Silver Angel, um, which is actually a phrase that's mentioned in episode one of the movies and a couple other. Um, that, that's kind of like a known phrase in, in Star Wars. Um, she says, don't, don't go. Your, your bike is finished, but don't, don't go just yet. Help me test out the Silver Angel. I want to take it for a run. Uh, just right as they're saying this, Rafa comes in. She's booked a job, but the pilot has backed out, and or something happened. To him. I can't, can't remember what they, she said there. And she needs Trace and Ahsoka's help to fill in and, and basically pull off this job. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka says, "What? What's the job?" And basically, it's a. She says Rafa says a medicine run. Like they're, she's trying to make it look really good, and so she says, "Yeah, we're we're bringing medicine to people who really need it." And Ahsoka's like, yeah. "Okay, it sounds like Amen. something would be." I'd be into, yeah. Yeah, let's be helpful. And, and so, but Rafa immediately is very suspect of Ahsoka and says she actually confronts her one-on-one at one point when Trace is not around and says, uh, what are you after? Are you after her ship? And Ahsoka says, look, I just, I just want to help um, and then I'll be on my way. They, uh, all three of them take off uh, in the Silver Angel. It's kind of a rough go at first. I did kind of, I thought that was a little bit of an endearing moment when she left the, bra- the air brakes on when they were going to hyper- hyperspace. Um, yep. kind of a little silly, but also kind of like, oh, you know, that's kind of a rookie mistake uh, type of thing. So th- I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, she well, actually even more funny than that is there is a brief scene with Anakin. She he's on one of their oh, that's ship, true. That Star is true. Yeah, 
and they the reason why Anakin's even in the episode at all is that they are driving in a military lane, which I didn't even know that that was a thing in Star Wars, but like there are lanes that are meant only for military space, military ships. And they get, they get into one of those lanes because she doesn't know where she's going. She's never been off planet. And so they uh, basically the, the ship hails them and says, Hey, get out of our lane. You're in a, you're in a military lane. If you don't, if you don't stop or get out, we're going to arrest you. And Mm -hmm. They, um, Lauren, I think is his name, Admiral Yularen, uh, turns to Anakin and says, hey, we need to apprehend the ship. And there's this moment where he does this like Jedi sense thing and he can sense that Ahsoka is on the ship, which is very interesting to me. Um, probably the most interesting part of the episode, to be honest. He is knows that she's on the ship but doesn't pursue her. Like he just lets her go, which a lot of time has passed since she's been gone. She's visibly very old, uh, a lot older, maybe a year older um, since the last time that we saw Ahsoka. And so he's been living life without her for a while now anyways. And the fact that he doesn't go after her and say, Hey, you know, reconsider. I want you back in the Jedi order. I think says a lot about how he's kind of moved on from their relationship. So uh, that was kind of uh, interesting to watch. Um, They go to hyperspace. They end up at Kessel, which is, cool i obviously you've, you've been around yeah. star wars and especially uh the solo a star wars uh, story movie and mm-hmm. um a new hope and stuff like that you know a lot about the kessel run and so it's interesting to see kessel on that planet again um they said um oh it's kessel it's legendary and it's like a utters this funny line she says yeah legendary for its corruption and uh they uh they land there it's really beautiful on kessel which we haven't really seen this side of it we've seen like the you know the slavery like really nasty side where they're basically mining the crap out of this planet but Mm -hmm. they uh there's another side of kessel too which is really gorgeous and very lush and that's the side that they land on there's a king and a um major domo which like a a number one uh character uh Mm -hmm. to the king and they throw him a banquet they're so excited for them to come and they said yeah you're going to be uh to be clear you're going to be transporting spice but that spice could be used for medicine which we all know it's not going to be used used for that (laughs) but it could absolutely be used for medicine to help (laughs) uh, all the little kids of the galaxy it's made it's what robot it's what robitussin is made out of (laughs) yeah um, running spice, as we know, and as Ahsoka makes known during the episode, is very dangerous. Um, they get hit by pirates all the time. Ahsoka says, "No, we should not do this. Um, you know, kill the job right now." But Rafa just sees dollar signs, and frankly, Tracy's a chance to use her ship and impress her sister. So she's she's right. in. Right. Um, so Ahsoka basically at this point kind of goes on, if nothing else, just just to protect them because um, she feels enough for them that she's she wants to see them you know, succeed and not die. <laughs> and so um, uh, we see uh, they go to pick up the spice. And the, the other interesting part, what kind of world light world building in this movie is we see that it's run by slaves. And at, at first they kind of think they're droids down there, but it's like literally a thousand uh, humans, Twi'leks, every race um, yeah. down there just basically being enslaved to, to move spice around. Right. Um, they get the spice loaded up on the ship, head into hyperspace, and they go to a, a planet. I, can't, I didn't write down the name of the planet. It's one I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. They, um, Rafa admits that they're working with the Pikes on the way um, wh- while they're going through sp- hyperspace. They're basically like space gangsters. Oh, and, uh, Obadiah, Obadiah was the name of Ob- it. 
Okay, Obadiah. Ob- Obadiah. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. That's, it sounds like a book of the Bible. Um, Obadiah. Oh, good old Obadiah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the Pikes are – we've seen the Pikes before. They've been actually in season six and a little bit of season five as well, which I'll talk about at the end of this podcast episode. But they are basically mobsters, They kind of part of this galactic crime syndicate, not unlike the Huts. I mean, they're, they're kind of rival to the Huts, I guess. Right. And um, – and so Ahsoka obviously is not down for any of this, but goes along with it. Um, but there's this crucial moment in the episode where Ahsoka and Rafa are arguing about, you know, like, should, should we do this? Should we not? Ahsoka wants to take the spice. She's like, you know, forget them, forget the pikes. Let's give the spice to people who need it for medicine. And uh, they're arguing back and forth. And basically Ahsoka convinces Trace during this argument that the Pikes are just going to take the whole ship. Like they're, they're going to land and the whole ship is going to be theirs along with the spice with it. And Trace panics and actually dumps the entire load of spice out of the cargo bay doors as it's going through hyperspace. So now they're on their way to Obadiah with uh, her ship and no spice. So it just got a whole lot worse. It's kind of a dumb move, but she's also kind of a rookie at this whole thing. So, right. Um, so now they owe the Pikes money. Basically they land on the Pikes planet. Uh, Obadiah, Ahsoka does a, her big plan is, I don't, she obviously doesn't tell the girls this cause they don't have no idea that she's a Jedi, but she says, Hey, it'll be fine. We'll just, you know, sweet talk him. She uses a Jedi mind trick. So uh-huh. again, again, well, and only one time in either episode, do we see her do anything Jedi oriented? <laughs> right. And well, she still doesn't want to use her powers for evil. Uh, but in a pinch like this, she feels like she has to do something or, you know, they're going to be in trouble. So, Right. Yeah, so she basically says, um, you know, you, she waves her hands ever so nonchalantly and says, you want to pay us our credits and send us on our way. And and uh, the leader does just that. He says, okay, you know, give me your credits and go on your way. And they don't even inspect the the crates. But as they're getting onto the ship, one of the his subordinates, who she did not Jedi Mindrick, says, hey, shouldn't we inspect these crates? And so he uh, uses his blaster and opens one of them. And uh, as they walk, walk back to the ship, they realize that what's going on and they try to get away, but they're caught in a tractor beam and they're trapped yep. and pulled back to the planet. And that is yep. the end of episode six. That's it. And so we are, <laughs> we are going to get more of Trace and Rafa, the sister duo that we've, we've begging to see more of. Um, so, I, for one, am excited about uh, episode seven. So, Dangerous Debt is the name sure. of episode seven. Dangerous Debt, okay. Surely. Uh, followed by episode eight that's called Together Again, which probably means, my guess is that Together Again means uh, one of two things. They're either separated and put into slavery in this next episode, or um, they are, set, are they're together and they're having to fight their way through whatever. And then maybe together again in episode eight means that Anakin shows up and saves the day. Yeah, Anakin's going to have to show up at some point. Um, maybe not. He, I mean, he already knows that she's out there because um, he's sensed her. But um, yeah, uh, woof. I, 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 like, I'm really hoping that season, <laughs> or, that, <laughs> that episode seven. Woof. <laughs> uh, that episode seven and, and <laughs> introduces some more tension. <clears throat> Anything. Because, like, we had almost no tension in, in episode uh, five. I mean, there's almost nothing on the line except for 
level 13, 13, I guess, um, that they had to save you know, the no. innocents. No. On that. And, and then in this one, the only thing that's at stake is really her ship. And then, you know, maybe, maybe themselves, but like that, even that's not very clear. Like, you know, they might just let them go and take their ship. I don't know. I, the stakes are really, really low right now. And um, I, I, well, and I guess now at least they're, they're at least looking for uh, safety. And, you know, at least now they're going to be looking to escape. And uh, maybe there'll be some tension that way just to get the heck off this planet because the pikes, you don't mess with the pikes friend. No. So anyway, there it is. Yeah. The, the description for next week is taken prisoner by the pikes. Ahsoka and the Martez sisters attempt to escape. That's all we know about next episode. Gotcha. And then um, together again is Ahsoka bargains for the sisters freedom and makes a startling discovery. Oh. So, oh, and then no. I think that's the end of the Martez quadrology of, of episodes. I, I think they're only in those four because the, the ninth episode is uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan must decide whether to help Ahsoka pursue Maul, Darth Maul, or rescue Palpatine. She has to make a decision between uh, going after Maul or rescuing Palpatine. So I think, yeah, we've got two more episodes with (laughs) two weeks from now, we'll be talking about the Martez sisters again, and then it should be done after that. Um, So, and then we'll, and then we'll get to see Ahsoka in all of her Jedi glory, (laughs) but um, we've got two more episodes to to bear through. I I really hope that the last couple of episodes, here's what I hope in, in episode seven, she needs to reveal herself as a Jedi. I think that's the only way that the, the action and the tension ramps up. That so. way that gives her free reign to be able to do what she <laughs> needs to do to get them out of their issues. Yeah. But don't you feel bad for Ashley Eckstein right now? The the voice actor it's, for... You know, yeah, well, it's just <laughs> weird. Like, it's like, she has to know. She has to be like, like you said, season five stuff was so compelling. And now she's basically doing, I don't even know what this is. Like, I, I'm just not even... It's weird. It's, it's Clone Wars, but it's not really anything to do with it. Like, it's... It was, you know, done during the time of the Clone Wars. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, whatever. It's all good. Um, I did like seeing Spice smuggling up close um, and Kessel running up close. Like, I, th- I thought that was kind of cool. We, we see, we, we've heard about that in, in obviously, Solo, a Star Wars story. We see more of it, but um, it, it was cool to see it, especially from a couple rookies like this. Um. They were uh, definitely, they're definitely not criminals. Yeah. They didn't know what to do with it when they got it. So, but that's, man, I, what a waste of a couple episodes. I, I really think that they probably could have pushed these two together and then done some more interesting things, but they only have 12 episodes total. So, that, that, uh, that, <laughs> well, that, that, well, that's the part too. Like, because then, five, like I said, five and six kind of duds, in my opinion. And there may be people listening to this podcast who are like, that's ridiculous. These are the best episodes ever. Hey, that, it's your opinion. Great. But man, like for me, I'm like, they wasted, a, uh, they wasted two episodes of, of only, only 12. And yeah. we're not led to believe that seven and eight are going to be just the greatest ever. Maybe they have to get pulled out of this jam. But if you're really going to make Ahsoka like a strong character, she's got to be able to get herself out of jams. Because if you have to have Anakin come flying in to save the day that makes her look really weak and pathetic and so like she's got to be able to work herself out of this jam 
But I argue that that she got in these in these situations in the first place is completely ridiculous. So, whatever. Again, it's an animated show. Uh, I'm assuming now for kids because I don't know anyone else that would be like to see this action and see this storytelling and be like, this is intense storytelling. Yeah, we yeah. we. Anyway. Uh, very much on purpose and for obvious reasons. We've, we're not letting uh, allowing our three-year-old watch any episode of The Clone Wars. But strangely enough, episodes five and six, I, I can't feel free not to. Like, <laughs> like, there's not really anything in there that's I, super violent. So. I, feel like, I feel like Doc McStuffins would have a place in this <laughs> universe. So, weird. Um, really, really weird. I, I don't know. I, mean, I guess I just don't get it, but whatever. And, and I'm not saying like violence makes everything better, but I mean, it, it does make things more exciting. Uh, and I think you need some, some action in these. That's what people it's are coming. The, to it's the star Wars universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's the star Wars universe where, where Han Solo is a hero and he shot first. So there you go. Um, we, we literally just came off of Anakin running a, a lightsaber through the gut of Admiral trench. Yep. And then, and then this is what we got afterwards. So it was just like, wow. Okay. Really odd. That's what we're doing now, I guess. Uh, so I'll be very excited to to see it uh, kind of move on from here, and, and um, we'll we're gonna as we've been doing, we're not gonna talk about Clone Wars next week. We're gonna wait for a couple more episodes. So this is a four a four episode story arc. I think everything's in fours this season. So uh, four plus four plus four. So we'll wrap up this story arc next week or two weeks from now. Sorry, next week we'll pop. I'm as it sounds like we're gonna talk about onward, and then two weeks from now we'll final finally wrap up the martez sisters um man this is going to be the lame duck out of the those three story arcs could you but could you imagine <laughs> like could you imagine phil we were supposed to go to comic-con and literally oh do a panel gosh. do a panel and we would have been talking about episode five on that panel and i won i think people if wow. they'd seen it they would have been like why would i go listen to these guys talk about the panel on this thing and two we would have had to talk about it and be like yikes like wow i didn't even everybody think about that. up to this is great but dot 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 like literally like i'm i'm almost of the thought process like because we're gonna have to go and turn around and do that panel in august if we're able to go to comic-con then when they've rescheduled it yeah like i said if there's a lot of ifs there from here you know, to there you know, you know what's supposed to be out in august what's that um uh falcon and winter soldier it's supposed to be out by then well see i we probably change it to that and then it makes yeah. more sense and now in retrospect i'm almost like boy had that panel worked out like we could have probably just did mandalorian and like, let's just talk, do a mandalorian panel and talk about mandalorian like in yeah. hindsight you know you know what i'm saying that would be better a, than this that's a great point i we were so inside baseball just for a second we were basically going to devote an entire 50 minute panel a 50 minute episode of the <laughs> show to just ep- season seven episode five that well and, and the recap the recap of the season up to that point and episode five yeah that, and we that could have talked fun. about but still like oh well, my gosh well, man I, we dodged a bullet there <laughs> thank you coronavirus yeah <laughs> that's exactly. one thing <laughs> that's one thing COVID 19 has brought yikes well we have to make sure if we are going to do it again in august and if planet comic-con actually does happen then which Guys, I don't know. Hey, the world in August, who knows what will be happening? Like, literally, yeah. like, I don't if know. They, like, I'm, they, w- they won't postpone again. I, I think if they can't make no. that August date, they'll just they say, just cancel it. see you next year. Yeah. But if you and I, I'm saying you and I are actually able to do it, we've got school in that whole realm. That's a really busy time for both of us. Um, if we are able to go that weekend and do it, we've got to change that panel now. Like, we've got to change it to something else. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, 
I'm sure, honestly, like a lot of their panels are gonna, either canceling or rescheduling or changing their topics. So Dude. I'm, they're going to have Man, to adapt. It, yeah, we're definitely not going to be talking about this. So. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh. Well, what what else have you been watching on Disney Plus? I'll I'll talk Clone Wars here in a second, but we, we've already been doing um, that. So, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I started watching it again. Yeah, uh, the animated stuff. I've kind of made it a point, Phil. Um, the last I don't know eight nine Saturdays of my life uh, to watch cartoons Saturday morning. Okay. You and I grew up. You and I grew up in a time when you would watch cartoons on Saturday morning. And I like waking up on a Saturday morning and putting on Disney Plus and watching a bunch of cartoons. You know, two cool. or three hours of it, maybe maybe an hour and a half, something like that. And um, Earth, uh, Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, such a great show. So many great characters on that. And so um, I started watching that again, and it's awesome. So I highly that's recommend. One, that's one of the few, like, let's say there are 20 Marvel uh, animated shows on the service. There's only, like, maybe two or three of those that I've actually seen. And this well, is one of them. Earth's well, Earth Mightiest Heroes is really good. A lot of uh, a lot of Marvel's animated stuff. Okay. Spider-Man, um, the animated series, is good. Uh, Spider-Man Unlimited is good. Uh, X-Men, the animated series, is good. And then you get into, like... Um, I'm missing one. I'm forgetting about one of the other good ones. This one, Avengers Earth, my series. And then you yeah. start to get in some really not so good. Anything before uh, the year 2000 other than Spider-Man and X-Men was mm-hmm. bad. Like was not yeah. good. Fantastic yeah. Four, bad. Iron Man, bad. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. I really but, like uh, Ultimate Spider-Man as well. I don't know. If yeah, that's it's really good. But yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, I love that show when it was originally aired. Yeah, really, really good. Um, any movie? What are you watching? What are you, you watching? Oh, um, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, distance, distance. Um, <laughs> um, on there, I started watching Kazam uh, with the intention because I've got about four right now. I've got about four um, sh- movies that I've watched recently then I'm going to do some short version stuff for the horrible movie podcast oh, just, because we're sit- just because we're sitting around and I'm like, I'll just do a 20 minute episode of this here and there and talk about, uh, but Kazam is one of those movies and it is so bad, Phil, <laughs> but I started, but the problem was with it, I started watching it and I almost need to tag Phil in and do one of these with it because it's like, I have to have someone to bounce I would the hilarity. That. Hey, that movie, oh my gosh. It's so it's so much like early 90s trope. Yeah. And like not in a good way. Like the child actor is one of the more annoying child actors you've ever seen. And it is bad. Like it's, and it's Shaq, like as a I, genie. I'm sure, Sha- yeah, I'm sure Shaq's not great acting oh, it's wor- It'll be worth it. Anyway, just a thought, putting it out there. Maybe sometime this week, we just okay. sit down and talk even for 20, 25 minutes. Like we don't have to do a whole the old school hour and a, you know hour and ten minutes or whatever we would do on HM on HMP, but like it'll be worth worth our time to do it because it is silly, stupid. So okay. anyway, there you okay. go. It's on Disney that. Plus, everybody. Kazam! <laughs> yeah, not everything on Disney Plus is a winner. So well, that's fun. Um, so yeah, um, I, I I mean I've mostly talked about season five already, just with the Ahsoka Tana stuff. The only thing I I haven't mentioned yet, my favorite episodes of Clone Wars period, as good as the Ahsoka Tano 
story arc is at the end um, are the Darth Maul episodes in the middle of season five. Yes. Here, yeah. here's, what you get, here's what you get, Jack. You get Darth Maul. You get Savage yes. Opress, which is like his yes. Padawan. Yes. Uh, they're, they're both, both of them are killer. I mean, like yeah. they, they could kill you just looking at you. Yep. Um, oh yeah. Uh, you get, you get his get, brother too, right? Uh, I mean, that's what he calls Savage. So Savage is oh, he yeah, calls him brother. Got I got you. I got you. Um, you see him kind of rise to like a kingpin status where he's like basically like running like all these other factions of like underworld crime syndicates. Like he's like right. a kingpin over all these guys. Yeah, which and isn't that is, in Solo the movie? Um, At the end? Start, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, then his immediate fall after all that, which is great. You, you see the dark saber. The dark saber is a huge part of yes. the action sequences. Um, you uh, almost all of it takes place on Mandalore and uh, yep. and the death the, the Death Watch Mandalorian fighters. There's some some uh, government overthrow. Uh, you see spoilers, I guess, for a season that came out a long time ago. That's you see good. the death. The death of Satine, um, which is Obi Wan's mm-hmm. love interest. Oh yeah, um, she, she gets killed right in front of Obi Wan by Dar- Darth Maul himself right. using the dark saber. Yeah. Um, the uh, you see a, an incredible, like one of the best. I, I would put this uh, honestly up up there as one of the top five lightsaber scenes. Period. Like uh, across all the live action movies, there's an, an amazing uh, fight scene. Is Emperor Palpatine, Darth Sidious, taking on Darth Maul and Savage Opress at the same time? He's he's du- dual wielding lightsabers. The two of them are attacking him from both sides. He's flipping around. He's diving out of a building, landing on the on the ground below. Um, he's a- attacking one and attacking the other using uh, force push and every every power, lightning, <laughs> everything, everything you would expect to see from the Sith. He's yeah. an incredibly powerful jet. Like to see Darth Sidious is like not like the weakling, you know, like kind of like it looks like you know someone's grandfather on his deathbed, right. emperor. You know, like this is like him in his prime, and it is awesome to watch. He uh, kills Savage Opress in the middle of this uh, duel and ends up almost killing Darth Maul. But says, "I've got, I've got use for you." At the end of the episode, these episodes and just like the politics that are going on and how he's he's uh, double timing uh pre Vizsla who's like the leader of the Death Watch and his his whole gang of Mandalorian fighters but then pre Vizsla's trying to double time him and, and and the you know the how they're they're trying to like basically like work the other one over and they're mm-hmm. kind of successful in certain ways these episodes are phenomenal and I'm going to go back and watch them again um yeah. after I watch the entire series but they are so good and it, like it is to the exact opposite of what we've just seen with the Clone Wars. This is the Clone Wars at its best. And if you're only going to watch one season of the Clone Wars, we haven't seen all of season seven, so it's a little premature to say this, but um, I honestly would watch season five. And even if it's your, your first season of watching the Clone Wars, season five is absolutely it's cool. required, required watching for any Star Wars yeah. fan. Um, it is really, I really thought, good. You know, and I honestly like season two a lot of, of, of Clone Wars. I watched that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I, like you're saying, season five is really good because I've seen all of it as well. So like, um, there's some really good Clone Wars stuff. That's why I was so pumped for this, for this season of it. And honestly, the first four episodes were great. And then, man, talk about taking a sidetrack. 
five, episode five <laughs> and six. Yikes. Like, Dude, it's so hard for me because I'm watching these in, in tandem. Like, I, I'm literally, like, watching season five and then watching season seven and then going back and watching season five and then watching season seven. And having watched the end of season five and, and the beginning of season six a little bit um, and then going back and watching these new episodes, oh, oh my – it's just like night and day. I, it almost feels like it's a completely different showrunner, but it's still Dave Filoni. I, I don't know. Dave Filoni is obviously amazing. Like he did the Mandalorian stuff. He did all the Clone Wars stuff and he's still doing Clone Wars. He's, he's amazing. He's one of the best gifts to, um, to Star Wars in general. But man, I, the last couple episodes have been a complete dead and I can Not see him at, at his best in season five. So um, it was the final season of the... Cartoon Network run of Clone Wars, and they absolutely went out with a bang. Season five is phenomenal. Um, right. So, and then I got into the first few episodes of season six. Um, it's very, very good. Not as good as season five, in my opinion, but the first uh, three or four episodes, we get to see how uh, Order 66 is uh, going to become a thing. Um, there's one and only one clone uh, fives who, no, I'm sorry, it's. Uh, I can't remember his name, but, um, another character, another clone that basically goes rogue and ends up killing a Jedi in the first episode of season six. And it's because his order 66 uh, chip in his head goes off um, mm. before it's ready. Gotcha. And so fives is investigating the Jedi and investigating what is this thing. And by the end of the four episode story, I could think it is they, the Jedi are convinced that it's not uh, anything nefarious. It's just an inhibitor chip that went bad. And so they basically write it off as like, oh, nothing to see here. And it's really, it's really cool to see all that um, lead into the events of, of uh, Star Wars Episode Three, the, the movie. So It's crazy, man. Crazy pal. So that's what I've been watching. And I'm totally in on Clone Wars, just not the last couple episodes, unfortunately. But um, yeah. yeah, the old stuff is, is just really, really good. And I, I'm looking forward to finishing it and, and going on to even more stuff like Rebels. So. So yeah, well, very good. I um, I'm looking forward to now finding out what happens to our little friend Ahsoka, uh, and her newfound buddies, um, uh, Chachi and uh, <laughs> Ralph Mouth, just to see what happens to them. Mm. Um, but man, man, frustrating. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. I was hoping for more. <laughs> it, it will get better. I um, obviously we're, neither one of us has seen anything that hasn't been released, but um, just the descriptions alone. I it's going to take a, a few more episodes to get there, but the Ahsoka versus Darth Maul fight is going to be awesome. I, I can't wait to see that. So right. um, we'll we'll get there. And we're just kind of in the the doldrums right now. It's a doldrum. Put it well. So. Uh, just to wrap this up, let us know what you want to hear about on the podcast or send us your own review or something that you've watched on Disney plus. We'd love to include you in the show. Just, uh, write us at Disney plus reviews all spelled out P L U S at hotmail.com. You can send us an audio clip or an email. We'll read it on the show. We'd love to hear from, from you. Um, We've uh, got a pretty good listenership going right now and we know people are listening to the show. So uh, definitely let us know that you're listening and what you're watching and, and what you'd like to see more of on the show. Next week, we're going to talk about Onward. Uh, I've, I've already seen it, but I may go back and watch a few scenes here and there, just kind of freshen up on it. And then yeah. we'll give a, a review of that movie uh, next week. So uh, if you haven't seen it, because the basically it went 
to theaters and then the world went to hell after that <laughs> uh, then uh, your chance is coming soon you will get to watch it uh, as of friday as we record this podcast and then we will record probably next sunday afternoon and post by sunday night or monday morning and so that'll give you a few days to watch it and then come back and listen to our review and see if you agree or disagree so very good all, all right. right bill good stuff buddy cool all well right. we will we will see you then for some onward talk see you next week onward